Welcome to the Tobin School Podcast. This is Mr. Gordon. This week, our City Connects coordinator, Ms. Jeanette, stops by for an impromptu podcast, and she discusses her path from Starbucks store manager to the Tobin School, her love of Rhode Island, and the challenge of joining the Tobin in the midst of the pandemic. There are no listener questions this week. It's a really lean episode. So thanks for being here. Here's Ms. Jeanette. Hi, Ms. Jeanette. Hi, Mr. Gordon. <laughs> thanks for being here. So I just wanted to be um, transparent with our listeners. Ms. Jeanette and I just ran into each other in the hallway and we have been like talking about you coming on the podcast and just timing hasn't worked out. And we just saw each other in the hallway and you were like, I have some time now. And I was like, all right, I got some time. And we just ran to our rooms and, <laughs> and here we are. So That's exactly I, how it happened. <laughs> yep. And I'm the type of person who likes to be very well prepared, um, which I am not at all right now. I have no questions, prepared nothing. So we're just <laughs> going to talk and we're having an impromptu podcast. So um, hi, Mr. Jeanette, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Mr. Gordon? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, your official title is City Connects Coordinator, correct? Yes. Okay, yes. I want to make sure I introduce you correctly. Um, <laughs> so one thing I do want to ask you, and this is how I always start, is to ask, um, is to say we all each have a unique path that led us to the Tobin. Where does your story start and how did it lead you to the Tobin? Oh my goodness. Do you want me to start from like the very, very beginning? You start wherever you want. I mean, you don't have to go back to like, you know, what hospital you were born in, but start wherever you want. It's crazy to think that a decade ago, I was a store manager of a Starbucks uh, coffee um, <laughs> store in Providence. It's, it's, it blows my mind to think of that. Um, but yeah, I was in a job that I was unhappy with Starbucks. And nothing against the company. I love the, the product, but being a manager in retail is very difficult. Um, I'm sure a lot of people that work at the Tobin know what it's like um, or have had experience doing that. Um, so from there, and I, I, I didn't have my degree yet. So I worked one class at a time at my local community college to obtain that and was able to transfer a lot of my credits, um, most of my credits to uh, Providence College. So that's where I got my bachelor's degree. And it's like, I was stung with the education bug. I wanted to continue. I didn't feel like a bachelor's was enough. And they had a school counseling program, which I was very interested in. And I applied and I got in and I got my master's degree. And I never went back to Starbucks as a store manager. Hi, Miss Maria. Hi. I'm in the teacher's lounge. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I did uh, recently, while I was in grad school, go back to Starbucks as a barista just to make some extra money. But yeah, so... With the school counseling degree, a lot more doors opened. And um, I did a job at my uh, high school, actually, in Central Falls. I'm from Central Falls, Rhode Island. Um, I worked with newcomers and life students, and it was called the onboarding program. So for kids who were like brand new to the country, like not just the school, but the country in general, they needed some like assimilation. They needed some guidance as far as like to get acclimated to like American culture. So that was my job. Um, so that was like my first taste of working with students. And that was just last year. And, um, you know, I didn't want to continue that job um, for personal reasons. Um, so I started to look on School Spring for other jobs and I stumbled upon City Connects. Um, so I got hired by City Connects, um, but they didn't have a school for me. 
from like, I got hired in August and they didn't have a school for me until like October. And then they told me, they told me, um, we have a school for you and it's the Tovid. And I was like, all right, I don't know anything about Boston schools, but sounds good to me. <laughs> that's how, that's how I got here. Can you, so, um, can you tell me a little bit about City Connects, what, what that is, what they do? So City Connects, um, it's a program based out of Boston College. Um, it's been going, it's been running for about 20, 20 something years. And basically <clears throat> it's, it's designed to help uh, fulfill the needs like of every student in the schools that they serve. Um, so social emotional needs, health needs, academic needs. Um, my job as a coordinator is to just like connect our school with resources outside in the community, even within the school, create groups myself because I am a trained counselor. So I could conduct like social skills groups and things like that. So, um, and that's why we do like whole class reviews just to kind of see what the needs are of all the students. I work very closely with teachers. I work, I've worked closely with Janelle, a social worker. So that's basically what City Connects is about. They want to make sure that, um, you know, the students have what they need to be successful. There's a lot of students don't. So we need to fill that gap. Well, we're lucky to have you. We're, we're happy to have you. Thanks. Uh, what a year to uh, come to the Tobin during the pandemic. <laughs> when when you started in October, we were all remote. And um, I mean, sure, it's been, I'm sure it's been weird for you. I know it's been weird for me. Um, Very well, weird. What, yeah. has, what has like your first year, your first impression of the Tobin been like? So I was really excited when I started. I was just excited to have a school and have a place to like call home. Um, but I will say it was very hard being remote. Um, I felt very disconnected. Um, you know, that coupled with being new and trying to find your way and trying to establish like your own kind of like professional identity within the school, that was, that was a challenge. Um, but thankfully there are some wonderful people at the Tobin who kind of like took me under their wing and um, just really pushed to like build a relationship with me. And that kind of made me more comfortable. Um, that I have a, a distinct memory of Mr. Toledano sending me a really personal email, um, just kind of describing, you know, his empathy for it. Like, you know, I can't imagine being new during this time. It must be so hard. And he acknowledged the fact that I worked another job and he reminisced about being a teacher himself, you know, and working like crazy hours at a retail store too, to make ends meet. I printed that email. Hi, Coach Sam. I'm saying hi to everyone walking in the teacher's lounge. I printed that email and posted it on my wall. Oh, and I nice. look at it whenever I'm feeling kind of like, me. Hey. And I read it and it makes me feel better. So thank you, Mr. T. You're a wonderful leader. Yes, we so do. That's, been, that's, that's helped for sure. Um, helped me feel more a part of the community. And also like being in the school. Like, so remote, it, it wound up, working out and being okay but like coming to the school itself was just like the best yeah I helped Miss Miss Scott like set up her room before like all the kids came back and it just it was just one day it was like three hours on a Wednesday and I was like oh, I just want to be here all the time <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah it's been good good I'm glad yeah, yeah it's it's um I can't imagine being starting a new job or at a new school um remote when everyone else kind of has relationships and knows each other. I mean, it, I can't even imagine, but um, luckily we're back in, in school now and you've got, you know, we've gotten to know you and I feel like you and I have built a nice relationship and um, 
yeah hope i don't know what your plans are for next year but i hope you're coming back because you'll be able to experience like the normal school year and um see what the no I'll, I'll definitely be back you know they're um the the thing the only difficult thing about being here is the commute honestly because i i do drive like an hour and a half to yeah. get to work and hour half to get home um but when i take the train it cuts the time down I'm trying to look at it positively, you know, like in the train, it's like every day, if, you, if I take the train, it's like an adventure, you see different people and it's like a little mini vacation going to work kind of thing. I don't know. And mm -hmm. maybe I'm saving gas. But anyways, um, I definitely plan on staying at the, I mean, if I could stay indefinitely, I, I really feel like very kind of connected to the school. I feel like I could plant some roots here and grow, you know, professionally, personally. Yeah. So Good. I will be back, Mr. Gordon, next year and the All following right. year if Mr. Toledano will have me. <laughs> awesome. Are you, you going to stay in Rhode Island and do that commute or are you going to look for something, do you think, closer to the school? I am going to stay in Rhode Island just because, you know, Craigslist on, in Mass made me see how pricey rent is in, <laughs> in Boston area. And Right now I, I live with my family and I help them out. Sorry for the background noise. I help them out with like paying for living expenses. And it's it's actually, I pay less with living with my family than I would paying for a room closer to the school. So yeah. it's a sacrifice worth making. Um, it gives me time to think. It gives me time to process things or maybe prepare for things. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna stay in Rhode Island. Plus I love Rhode Island. I love my state. Yeah. Well, we talked about how we talked about um, how this summer I'm going, I'm going to Narragansett. I got, I rent, we rented like a house, um, like an Airbnb. And so you got to give me all your recommendations. Yes. I've never, yes. I've never been there. You got to go to Iggy's and get right. some clam cakes and get some clam chowder and some fish and chips, maybe like a seafood, like scallop mixed bowl. Um, you got to get, where else you got to go? I will provide you a folder. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> can, you, can you map can you map my itinerary for the week just so sure okay. I'll, I'll try to see if i could get you a map too and like highlight the places you need to go oh that'd be beautiful thank you yes um, i'm so jealous of you i want to go well, <laughs> well speaking of summer is um the city connects is that a year round or do you have the summer off oh yes no year round i will be working i will be available to mr t if he needs me for anything to come into the school um yeah, I, my goal for this summer is to really prepare for the following year and maybe find some new partnerships. Um, I was just talking to Jess literally before I ran into you about maybe, you know, developing partnerships with like local high schools for possible like student tutors or something like for local colleges, Northeastern, MassArt to provide like scaffolding tutors, maybe mentors even um, for the following year, because that's definitely a need at the school. So um, I, I think I'm going to be busy this summer, for sure. I'm going to be working. It's a year-round thing. Yeah. But I, I will have my time off, but yeah. Yeah, hopefully you get a little bit of, of relaxation time or downtime, because that's important too. Um, for sure. Speaking of downtime, relaxation time, what? how do you unwind? What do you like to do in your free time to kind of de-stress or chill? Um, funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> I like to go for drives. So <laughs> I shouldn't even complain about the commute. It's actually, it's actually a good thing. Cause it's one of the things when I feel the need to de-stress, I literally go for a drive and put on some music, some relaxing music. And I just think, so 
Um, I like to drive. I like to sit by water. That's another reason why I can't really leave my state. It's the ocean state. There's water all around us. So um, I like to um, go for walks. Um, I like to dance. I used to take salsa lessons and I might pick that up with my boyfriend. He mentioned it unprompted the other day. And I was very excited. I said, I, I am into this and I am for it. So um, to, hopefully we'll get, have, sorry, go ahead. So hopefully we'll get into that sometime this summer, but yeah, I, I like to, uh, and I love to, I'm a foodie. So I love to go to eat and try different foods and I love to be around my friends. That's what nice. I like to do. And my family. I have a big family. We used to have salsa uh, as a class here for middle school. This was years ago. Like, I think it was maybe just my first two or three years at the school. Um, and this music teacher would come. He didn't work at the school. I think he has his own like dance company, but he would come in for, I think, a few hours a day and do salsa class with uh, middle school. So did they we, love it? I think so. This was so long ago. Um, and I was teaching first grade at the time, so I didn't really have much interaction with the middle school students. So I don't know how they felt about it, but they put on some performances I remember in the auditorium. And um, yeah, maybe you could bring that back next year, Jeanette. Oh my God, I, I, that's such a good idea. I feel like we need more like, um, you know, I see the girls doing their TikToks during recess and stuff. We need more like dance, more arts, more things of that nature to kind of get those like creative juices flowing in the kids for sure. I will look into that. All right. Assignment. <laughs> <laughs> Something else to look into this summer, I guess. Yes, for sure. You mentioned a few a few moments ago that you are a foodie. Are you, do you cook as well? Or are you just a foodie? To, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was talking to my friend the other day and I'm like, I really lack confidence in the kitchen. I wish I cooked more. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not going to pretend I cook all these crazy meals. I don't. I have to follow a recipe in order to feel confident in the outcome. Otherwise, if I'm on my own, it's, yeah. So I try, but I go out to eat mostly. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Do you- um, I'm proud of it, but okay. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I mean, I actually enjoy the cooking. So I mean, if you don't enjoy it, why do it? I do, I do enjoy it. I just lack the confidence. Like, you know, some people just throw things together and it just comes out amazing. Yes. I don't feel like- I've had that experience when I've done that, it's like questionable if it's good or not, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> so well, when I follow a recipe that it, it actually is very rewarding when it comes out really delicious. And maybe that's why I lack the confidence because when I've done it without one, it's, it's been not a, quite as delicious. Do you watch any cooking shows? Yes. I like top chef. I like the Bobby Flay shows where they have to beat Bobby Flay. Mm -hmm. um, I love Joanna Gaines. She has like this new like cooking thing. She makes like brunt. Oh my God. I love Joanna Gaines. Um, who else do I watch? Yeah, no, that's, that's about it. There's also this show that they do brunch on Sundays, but I don't, I don't remember the name of it, but I do. Those are the cooking shows I like. I'm, How about you? I'm a huge, I'm a huge Top Chef fan. Like, yeah since season one like i'm an og top chef fan uh seriously I've watched, yes i've watched every season I record the the shows oh yeah for sure <laughs> well it used to be on i feel like it used to be on at 10 which is a little late for me i'm not i'm an old man now and i go to bed then you know around 
by 10. But um, this season, it's been on at nine, which is great. So I actually, some weeks I get to watch it um, when it airs, which is, which is nice. But um, I remember they did one season in, in Boston, I believe, which I was very excited about. Ooh. Yeah, so. I feel like the Northeast, we have some good representation up here. It's, yeah. We're good. Yeah. Do, do you like the great, uh, the British uh, baking show, Great British Baking Show? You know, you I've, that? I've never watched it, but some, oh, who was it? Someone on the I love pod, that show. Someone on the podcast was, it might've been, it might've been Mr. Khan, who I, I can't remember. It was like way earlier in the year. It was one of my first few podcast episodes, but um, someone said they were a big fan of it, um, but I haven't watched it. No. You, you should take a look because the, the accents alone are fantastic. I love, I am a sucker for British accents <laughs> and they all have it. Have you, um, have you been, have you been enjoying uh, Miss Rose's British accent over the loudspeaker? Yes, that was, she does a really good job. I need to get some pointers from her cause I try, but it's not as, yeah. Yeah. But she has the confidence also that she believes, in, <laughs> you know, you can tell. <laughs> she really sounded like she was from England. <laughs> Talking like that. <laughs> Always lava. That's how she says. That's pretty good. That's not bad. <laughs> um, do you, uh, outside of cooking shows, are there any other shows that you are into? We love we love giving recommendations on here. So, do you have any other uh, recommendations? Um. Hmm. Do they have to be completely peach? <laughs> nope, not at all. Um. One show that I'm. I mean, I would honestly watch it again. It's only three seasons, but I really enjoyed watching Ozark on Netflix. Oh. I, I don't know if you've... Love, okay. love it, yeah. Love, yeah, Jason Bateman, yes. Um, Ozark is great. Um, my boyfriend's got me into Naruto. Like what? <laughs> the anime, Naruto. Okay, oh yeah, I don't... Have you heard of Naruto? I've heard of it, but on anime, I'm a hard, it's a hard pass for me, I'm out. It's a hard pass, yeah. So I, I've noticed a lot of our students have Naruto like, like backpacks, sweaters. So it's kind of good for me to get more insight into what they're into. Um, and it's actually pretty decent. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I've been watching. You know, it's funny, I share my Netflix account with other people and they use it more than I do. So. <laughs> So you get to see what they've been watching. So I get to see what they've been watching. Um, but yeah, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything that I've gotten super duper into aside from those two. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you have a, a big family and family is very important to you. Do you have uh, siblings? And if so, where do you fall? Um, I am the third. There's four of us. Okay. And so I have an older brother and sister who are very close in age. And then I came along like roughly four years after they, you know, and then my little sister is about six years younger than me. So I'm like right in the middle. Yeah. I'm middle, I'm middle child as well. So are you? Oh my God. That's probably why we get along. That must like be that it. <laughs> peacemaker mediator thing going on. <laughs> yep, exactly. I feel like the middle child can go two ways. It can be like create the, the, one type of middle child like really craves the attention because they were never the oldest and then the baby came along. And so they're like looking for attention or the middle child can be like the kind of being good, kind of not, re not really good with attention on them and can kind of just fly under the radar. And I feel that's like me. that's me too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, you know what? Like my middle child comes out when like, there's like a thing, right? Like, 
I would, I'm not interested in getting credit. Like, I don't, I just want to help and be behind the shadows, behind yeah. the scenes, helping, getting it all together. And then it'll be great. Like, there's no need to like, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. The radar, below the radar person for sure. Totally. I completely relate. I don't like attention. Same. I hate public speaking. It's a phobia. How about you? Um, yes, I hate it. Which when I tell people that they think it's funny because I'm a teacher and it's just so different speaking to a classroom full of students uh, compared to like, you know, in an audience of adults. So yeah, that's one of my actually biggest fears of public speaking. Um, yeah. yeah. But, it must um, be a middle child thing. I don't know. <laughs> and it's ironic that the two people who, who don't want the attention on themselves are sitting here on a podcast right now that um, <laughs> the universe. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's just us. Like right now, I'm like, forget. I'm trying to forget that it's going to be like on a podcast. I'm just, I'm just exactly. talking to you. <laughs> I do that every week. I have to, I have to like psych myself out. Um, but um, what else? What, what, what is something that like most people don't know about you? Um, what is something that most people don't know about me? Hmm. While you think about that, mm -hmm. I, before I forget, I wanted to mention that because this is something I think a lot of our listeners don't know is that you were kind of like the person who spearheaded the, uh, the whole Tobin swag this year. <laughs> yeah. So, you were the one who like put together the slides and sent them out to like a group of us to look at different hoodies and different lanyards and like all the token swag we got. So I don't know if people know that like Miss Jeanette is the reason why we got those like <laughs> awesome hoodies. So I want to public publicly acknowledge you. Oh, thank, thank you. I wouldn't say I was the reason. I I helped, but I wasn't. You know, we're the a big reason. part of it. Thank you. Yeah, and then <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes. And those hoodies are like universally loved and they're the best hoodies we've ever had here. So thank you. Oh my God. That's awesome. I, everyone looks so good in them. They are, they're beautiful. Like everyone looks great. Like it's awesome. Yeah. And they're super soft also. Super soft, great color. Uh, yeah. Great yeah. Thanks. Yay. I'm glad everyone's happy with them. Yeah. Um, maybe one thing that people don't know about me is when I fresh out of high school, I, I thought I wanted to be an architect. So my life, my vision was I'm going to be designing homes. And so I got into the architecture program at Temple University. So I did take some classes and I moved to Philadelphia and everything. Took some classes at Temple Whoa. for architecture. Yeah. So that that's something that I, I'm sure most people, you know, I only ever talk about my Starbucks experience, but like there was fresh out of high school. I was a good student in high school. I got into a few schools. Um, I should have gone to URI, University of Rhode Island, because I would have been all paid for. But I was like, no, I got to get out of this state. And now look, I can't leave the state, but I got to leave Rhode Island. It's just, I got to experience something new. So I, I moved all the way to Philadelphia to pursue an architecture degree and realize like this, uh, I can't afford being here. And this is not, you know, this program is not for me. It's, you know, I ended up leaving and going to Boston, Boston Architectural College, transferring there to try architecture there. And I remember one day just walking out of class because I'm like, this is not for me. What am I doing? And I never looked back. What was it about? Um, yeah. What was it about the architect architecture programs that you felt that you didn't really connect with? I didn't connect with how cutthroat it was, how professors kind of there was a very lack of uh, teamwork and nurturing, like 
other ideas. It was very like, let me see what you're working on so I can use it for my own project. Like it was very, it was not, it just wasn't my, my vibe. Okay. It seemed very like cutthroat and very like not, not nice. <laughs> it was very mean. I didn't like it. And teachers right. expected you to like not sleep ever. They're like, oh, you got sleep last night? You didn't, weren't working on your model? I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> self-care out the window. Forget it. Right. So, yeah, yeah. It wasn't for me. Well, it's good. It's good that you figure that out, you know, before you got too deep into it, I guess. Yeah, no, I would have been miserable. Yeah. Did you ever read um, The Fountainhead? Sorry, I just burped. Um, <laughs> okay. No, I, I have not, no. Okay. That's a... Do you recommend it? Should I? Um, it's very interesting. It's by Ayn Rand. Um, it's a big, it's a long book, but um, I ask because it, one of the protagonists is an architect. Um, in the oh, yeah, you see that? Do they have an audio version? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they do. I on my drives. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be perfect. Doesn't everything have an audio version now? I, I bet. Mean, it, yeah. I bet it does because it's like a it's a classic. But um, I read that years ago. But um, very interesting. Um. Anyway, it's it's 11:15 on the dot. I know you said that you have a class coming at 11:15. So yes, I am Miss Pat right now. So yes. Okay, Miss Pat. Well, <laughs> actually, you said you said that. You go right now. We know you as Miss Jeanette, but you're thinking about next year trying to introduce Miss Sanchez instead. I am because I'm finding a lot of kids are like, "Well, why aren't you Miss Sanchez if that's your name?" And also, it's my father's name to honor my father. You know, Miss like yeah, Miss Sanchez. It's nice. You know? Okay. So I think I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna push for my name tags in the same Miss Sanchez, all that. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad we're able to introduce you as Miss Sanchez today for the first time. So. Um, Thank you, Mr. Gordon. Can I call you Mr. Net for the rest of this year and then start? Yeah, yeah, that's that was totally on me. Like, okay. I just gave people the option. Yeah, it's totally fine. Okay. Well, Mr. Net, this was really fun. Um, and it was kind of exhilarating to just on the spot be like, let's go do a quick podcast. This was fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad I could help you. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. All right. Well, thank you. Um, have a wonderful day and I will see you soon. You as well, Mr. Gordon. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you to Miss Jeanette for being my last minute guest this week. And thank you for listening. As we near the end of a unique school year, to say the least, uh, next week is going to be our final episode of the school year. Can't believe it. Um, but I have a couple fun things planned. Um, next week's episode will have a surprise special guest host who turns the tables on me and puts me in the hot seat. So, Look out for that. And I'll also be um, introducing the first annual Toby Awards uh, for fans of The Office. Yes, I'm stealing this directly from the Dundies, which Michael Scott gives out every year. But I'm calling this the Tobies for the Tobin School. Uh, so please tune in for that. It should be fun. And finally, one announcement. Next Friday, June 11th, is our Tobin end-of-year staff party. It's going to be at the Puttingstone Tavern. So that's right down the street from school. So you have no excuse not to come. Um, that is it for this week. Um, until next time, be safe, be kind, be you. I love you all.